0: Cafe. Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.
1: Good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director for the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, and I have um, Chloe Ray in the studios today with me. She is Michigan's elopement
2: photographer. Good morning, Chloe. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. What's your favorite morning beverage? I actually really love yerba mate. Mm. It always gets me going in the morning. It's a culturally, socially significant drink in South America. It's not too popular here yet, but I definitely recommend trying it. So what is it? It's a tea. Mm -hmm. And it basically, I love it so much. It gets me going. I love it. it. It's sort of like coffee yeah but I think even better okay
1: okay I will have to try that definitely yeah so you're an elopement photographer you follow couples around Michigan to capture their elopements I'm guessing that this wasn't your childhood aspiration um, although that would have been a cool answer um, to what you want to do when you grow up so what was your dream as a kid
2: so I actually did want to be a photographer. Okay. It was my dream since I was about 12 years old. I really wanted to go into film and be a creative director, okay. but I did not pursue those as a child. So I'm here now kind of following my own dream. It wasn't as specific as elopements in Michigan, <laughs> right. but that's just kind of how it ended up being.
1: Okay. So what is your artistic background? You said that you wanted to be a photographer a video director as a, as a kid. So do, do you, are you self-taught? Do you have formal training? I'm actually self-taught. Okay. I started
2: teaching myself in 2019. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it hasn't been like too long at all. I started completely from scratch. Okay. Okay.
1: And so what did you find along the way in terms of learning photography? Did you, did you
2: take online courses?
1: Was it a trial and error? Did you have a mentor? It
2: was a lot of just going out and practicing taking photographs. Mm -hmm. I was really bad at the beginning (laughs) Okay. for anyone else who's just starting out. Like, it's okay to not be good when you first start. That's Mm -hmm. the entire process is just learning. But YouTube actually helped me a lot. I found a few different creators who I really, really loved. And I was Mm. like, oh... I want to do that one day and I just kind of decided, you know, I'm going to stop daydreaming about it. I'm actually going to do it. So I'm here now. Okay. So is that what um, drew you initially to photography? It was more so, I've always been really creative Mm -hmm. and I have a very visually creative mind. So I've always kind of wanted to bring those visions that I have in my mind to life and you can draw or you can paint, but for some reason, just involving humans as well as mm-hmm. part of my art and doing that is just amazing. Okay.
1: So do you do photography, as, uh, like video as well as stills or do you mostly do still photography?
2: I mostly just do still. I okay. like to do video in the future though. Okay. Mm-hmm. And black and white or color? It's or? mostly color, but black and white in the moment can be quite beautiful as well. Okay, okay. Before Kalamazoo, where were you? So I was actually living in Bloomington, Illinois. I moved here about three months ago, but I moved there after I went to university and I kind of knew that it wasn't the right spot for me. Okay. So I was out looking, you know, it was a time of me being able to take a risk and experiment uh-huh. with my craft. Yeah. And life sort of just lined up in every single element to Kalamazoo. I never (laughs) planned on being here or even in Michigan, but the more that I was true to myself and Mm -hmm. followed my passion, the world just kind of opened up and was like, you need to go to Kalamazoo, do it now. Okay. So it just feels like I'm supposed to be here.
1: Okay, so you started at university in in, uh,
2: Bloomington? I actually went to school in upstate New York. Oh, okay. I've moved quite a bit. What did you study? so i'm formally trained in geography Uh and environmental studies and japanese language as well oh okay yeah okay so so all of those things brought you to photography
1: yeah yes
2: it's been a long journey but that's just how it was for me
1: okay so do you use those other skills and
2: backgrounds in um in your photography so it kind of aligns with being an outdoor adventure elopement photographer with my love for geography and the environment as well, because I'm very passionate about the modern world and climate change. So I like to tie all of them together. I think there's a reason why so many of us will say, oh, I feel so refreshed after I went camping or even just a hike Mm -hmm. in your local neighborhood. There's a reason. And I believe that since we come from the earth, that it's only natural that the earth will provide for us And often in such healing capacities. Okay.
1: So upstate New York Mm -hmm. and
2: then Illinois and then Michigan. Yes.
1: Okay. And so you landed in Michigan. Do you want to elaborate on what brought
2: you here? Pretty much everything. Every aspect of my life. It was just photography. I was able to find a perfect apartment where I wanted to live. I have some friends up here. I traveled up here a lot over the past year and a half. And the more that I came here, I realized, you know, Michigan actually has so much. There's sand dunes. There's beautiful backcountry in the UP. Mm -hmm. There's amazing cities. Grand Rapids is quite amazing. Yeah. And then a little bit of everything in between as well. So it's like the perfect spot there's so much geographical diversity i really love it oh sure no (laughs) absolutely yeah michigan
1: definitely has a diversity in its geography so you're the elopement photographer how did you fall into that
2: so i really love portraits and working with people everyone is so unique and they have their own story to tell Mm There's a huge market for people who want to have large traditional weddings. And I just want to say, I don't have anything against that. I love working those weddings as well, Uh but the people who aren't part of the norm Mm -hmm. also need help and representation and Mm -hmm. just someone to say, hey, you know, what you're doing is okay. Like it's okay to do your own thing. Mm -hmm. So it was just a combination of I personally love being outside. I love spending outside time with other people. And just the pursuit of your own personal happiness, really sometimes you have to put it first. Mm -hmm. And it can be hard sometimes, especially in this world. Your family, your friends, you know, your whatever mother-in-law wants you to have this big, giant wedding. And you say, actually, no, no. My partner and I just want to go away for a weekend, spend some alone time, and then we'll have a small family reception after. That's okay too, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's all about just helping people pursue what they owe, what they want, mm-hmm. even if it is just a little bit different. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it is a pretty specific niche of photography. Yes. So is there one specific uh, maybe ask that happened? that um, led you to say, hey, I might be able to make a career out of this?
2: So there's a lot on social media right now. And we get exposed to so much every single day. It never really started with, I want to do elopement photography in the wilderness. (laughs) Okay. That was never a thought. But the more that I immersed myself around other photographers. Mm-hmm. I started to see what is actually possible. Okay. So I did a little bit of market research before I came here, and I discovered that there were some uh, other elopement photographers here, but there's not too many. Okay. So I was like, okay, this oh, is okay. a perfect spot. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. So how many elopements have you done so far here?
2: I have done In just Michigan. a few. Yeah, yeah. I like, just moved here, okay. so I'm kind of building up. Okay. But it's been fun. I did one in the Silver Lake Sand Dunes uh-huh. in June. Okay. It's beautiful up there. It was yeah. my first time. Oh, okay, I can't believe it. It was like a different planet almost. It's gorgeous. Right,
1: right. Well, we have to take a short break. When we return, we'll continue our chat with Chloe Ray, Michigan's elopement photographer. We'll be right back.
0: Are you a student, artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the arts scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. This is WKZO. You're listening to The Creative Café, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: And we're back. We're talking with Chloe Ray, Michigan's elopement photographer, just relocated here to the great state of Michigan and does uh, elopement photography. So before the break, we were talking about your relocation to Michigan you've been in New York and Illinois, but let's discuss a little bit more about this connection to nature, because I know that's very important to you. We discussed it a little bit before the break, and the outdoors, and and why that's important to
2: you. Okay, I can definitely talk about this. It is a little bit of a story, Okay, but I'll try and keep it short. No, that's okay. Go for it. So when I was in university, Mm -hmm. I graduated in 2019, so not too long ago, I was a geography major. And I took a class called The Geography of Happiness. Yes. Okay. It was, it was amazing. Cool. It changed my life. Yeah. And I remember that we talked about what a person truly needs in order to be happy. And what would come up quite frequently was food, shelter, water, community, friendship, and love as well. Hmm. Money does play an aspect of as well, but only up until we're able to meet our needs and then have a little bit of extra to do the things that we want. So that kind of just stuck in my mind so strongly, and I still talk about it to this day. What truly do we need in life to be happy? And it sort of ties in with... The purpose of my business as well, Mm -hmm. but also just the purpose of what I do in my everyday life. It's very easy to get caught up in things that we should do or what others are doing or things that, oh, I'm okay with it, but I don't really want to do it. So it's a process of just staying true to myself as well and pursuing what I want. But that's kind of where it came from. And... Geography is very heavy in the world that we live in. So how space and place impacts how humans impa- or interact with their environment. So it just kind of like grew from that one little thought. And I've always really loved being outside as uh-huh. a child. Okay. It's always been part of my life. Right. So it just really started with my professor. He's amazing. I'm so thankful for that class. It's the reason why I'm like sitting here right now. Sure, sure. Uh, th- tell us the name of the class again. The Geography of Happiness. The, the
1: Geography of Happiness. Mm-hmm. So physical spaces and what, what we need to make us happy. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. OK. So uh, you went to school for geography?
2: geography and japanese, japanese. Yes, yes totally different <laughs> yeah
1: totally different mm-hmm. um and ended up in photography yep but i'm thinking that that geography was actually seeing as how that might have been one of your first loves yeah uh, why course. you take inspiration from nature of course yeah so can you talk a little bit about because um, many artists do draw their inspiration from nature mm-hmm. um, although not all mm-hmm. and wondering what inspires you about nature and then what you know what usually are you looking for in because I know your subjects are human beings but obviously there's backgrounds and emotions and that go
2: along with it right right so I wouldn't say there's one specific thing mm-hmm. from nature it's sort of nature in and of itself okay there's so much across the world that I've yet to see but are normal to every They people where they live. Mm -hmm. So you never know what you're going to find where you go. So it's an element of anything can be created in that natural state. You'll never know if you turn the corner and there's a beautiful waterfall or sand dunes or you're finally at the top of the mountain. So it really just depends on the place Mm -hmm. But as I mentioned before, I think that our connection to nature is very important just from a spiritual standpoint, that there is a reason why we love being in those natural landscapes so much. Mm -hmm. It's just the connection between the two. You know, marriage is the unification of two people who love each other, Mm -hmm. and that is one of the things that my professor told me, that people need to be happy in life so we have the love we have the natural outdoor world that i believe we came from Mm -hmm. and then of course we're adding art into it as well it's all of these little pieces coming together it's a little bit abstract but
1: yeah and and uh you cap like you said, you capture relationships you capture love mm-hmm. in relationships and yes. and kind of the beginning of the next step yes. right for people mm-hmm. um elopement is not um Widely used, but I think it's it, people choose to do it enough, and that's um, one of their choices. So, it, and it becomes a very personal choice for people to elope, right? And right. usually, it's kind of a sneak away in the middle of the night because you don't want to deal with whatever's happening with the family or other reasons, right? Right. So, how is it that you end up on that ride with that with folks who elope? Can you talk about uh, you know without naming names, a couple of your last yeah. clients and kind of what their situation was and how they chose you to celebrate that day?
2: Of course. So it depends on every single couple. They're Mm -hmm. all different. Yeah. So some couples may want to elope to deal with less family drama. That's always an option. (laughs) Yeah. Some of them don't have any families. Okay. That's okay as well.
1: Yeah.
2: And then some people do have families and just choose to spend time with their loved ones separately and then they'll have some sort of small gathering after. Mm -hmm. So it's very different depending Mm -hmm. on each couple that I work with. Mm -hmm. And that's also what I love. I really love to co-create. Oftentimes people will have their own ideas. Mm -hmm. And I never liked it when my ideas were squashed. So I can't imagine squashing someone Uh, else's ideas. Yeah,
1: especially about that very special day. Yes, exactly.
2: So if they have a vision and they bring it to me, I'm more than happy to work with them to see what we can do together.
1: So what are some of the other places that you've had the opportunity to take photos for couples?
2: I did some down in Illinois. Mm -hmm. I've been to Indiana as well. And then here is Michigan. Yeah.
1: So mostly outside in in nature is that, so state parks or where have you been?
2: So I have been to a few different state parks. And then sometimes it's just a local park outside of the city. Uh It doesn't have to be too grandiose. Yeah. So mostly just smaller local state parks so far. Sure. But anything's possible.
1: Sure. Okay. (laughs) Do you also do indoor photo shoots? Yes. Have you had elopements indoors?
2: I have not done any indoor elopements. Uh I have photographed indoor weddings. Okay though in a more traditional sense, which I also love doing that as well. Sure. But I really love doing creative conceptual work as well. Yeah. So that usually is more inside, but it could be outside as well. Okay.
1: Talk Mm -hmm. to me a little bit about this, your conceptual work. What does that look like?
2: So that is a little bit more creative and abstract. Usually I'll work with, a friend who wants to model for me or a model, or sometimes it'll be a client. And it can be any sort of just very untraditional, abstract, very artistic idea. It's a little bit hard to put into words, okay. but it's some sort of combination between editorial and conceptual and then just downright creative I guess is how I would explain it it involves a lot of kind of like DIY prop making Ah, and then a lot of heavy photoshop editing which I really love okay so So
1: a little bit of after production work as well Mm -hmm. on the photoshop Mm -hmm. okay so if you had to describe your style for um, what you do that's not elopement photography or wedding photography how would you describe that
2: my style for for
1: your personal is it abstract? Is it sounds like you still have human beings as subjects.
2: I would definitely say conceptual. Okay, I've probably said that like five times. That's all right. But that's the easiest way to sum it up okay. without actually looking at mm-hmm. a photo. So it's it's very visual. Uh huh. It's hard to explain, but conceptual. Okay.
1: So conceptual, and within that concept, what do you what do you usually uh, What does somebody take away from it, from your conceptual, when they're looking at your work?
2: I think it's just fun. It doesn't necessarily have to have a meaning. Okay. It's just art for art's sake.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So how do we find out more about you?
2: So I have an Instagram and you can search The Way of the Ray that Uh will come up on Instagram. My website is the same, so you can google thewayoftheray.com, and that will lead you to my website.
1: Okay. And the Way of the Ray, that means something, right? Yes. What does that mean?
2: So, it is also a little bit of a story, but it is tied to the connection of how important sunlight is for us as humans. So. We really need vitamin D and just going outside and being in that sun Mm -hmm. impacts our happiness. So it all really just comes back to happiness.
1: Great. Mm -hmm.
2: I've been talking with Chloe Ray, elopement
1: photographer, newly relocated to Michigan. Check her out online on Instagram and Facebook. And this has been another edition of Creative Cafe. We hope to see you again next week
0: thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the creative cafe summer is almost over but the arts are still growing strong whether it's a live outdoor concert a riveting piece of theater or a beautiful ballet kalamazoo has everything you'd want in an arts and culture scene in fact arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes kalamazoo a great place to work and live as a service organization the arts council of greater kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. And they're still here serving artists, organizations and connecting artists to our community. If you want to know what's happening in the local arts scene, please visit the website kalamazooarts.org and click on the calendar to plan on your next experience. That's kalamazooarts.org and help amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. Please join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. BROUGHT TO YOU BY THE ART